Okay, it's rap pack to my pulse flat. We keep it real, no false rap. I got four cars and they all black. Got four bras and they all that. We call that ballin'. Doing this is my calling. Flow is so appalling. My phone off and she calling. I'm like, yeah, what it do? Penthouse, man, what a view. So, after a tough, tough first three game series against the Cubs, the Orioles will be looking to right their ship against the Tampa Bay Rays tomorrow night on Tuesday. And welcome everyone into the Charm City Sports Podcast. Yes, as I said in the beginning, it was a rough series loss for the Orioles, especially after how well they had been playing previously. But, you know, definitely a, I guess, a learning moment for this team. But, Definitely something that you don't want to be going into a two-game set against the Rays with this, you know, kind of momentum not going in the right place. You know, not the best momentum heading into a big series against the Tampa Bay Rays. And first game, the O's lose 10-3. to Um... Pitching just kind of got away from them there in the sixth. The Cubs took an early uh, early lead. Um, Kyle Hendricks was good in this one for them. Cole Irvin, you know, I saw in an article he was complaining that he got pulled in the fourth and he hasn't been able to get the innings he wants. It's tough to give him innings when, you know, his... Pitch count, sure, was at 68, so it wasn't incredibly high, but he's giving up three earned runs, five hits, and his stuff wasn't, you know, exactly dominant. He gave up three, on those earned runs, three bombs in the same inning. And, you know, he hasn't exactly shown you that kind of, um, how do I put this, that kind of um, confidence in him that you can let him, that you can let the leash kind of, you know, give him some slack there. But he's really struggling um, right now as a starter in that throughout this season. I mean, he had that good start against the Royals. But like I said before, the Cubs lineup isn't the Royals lineup. Um, this is a completely different team. This was an away series. And Cole Irvin really didn't capitalize on the opportunity there um, to really show that, yes, he can stay around in this starting rotation. And I thought it was interesting because in the same article I read, I believe it was by Jack Rill from MLB Network, he pointed out that prospect Grayson Rodriguez has a 2.45 ERA, I think, right now in the minor leagues. Um, Don't quote me on the ERA. It might not be that exactly, but I know it's in the twos. And Apparently, he's ramping up and looking better, and it's been, I think, almost a month now since he was sent down to AAA. So I definitely could see Grayson Rodriguez get the call to come back up to Baltimore. But yeah, it was just a struggling um, game one for the O's. Not something that you really want to have happen, but these kinds of games... You know they they do often happen against uh, against teams sometimes, and like I said, the Cubs, you know, probably a little more motivated this series than in 
perhaps series prior throughout the season, especially because they have not um, played their best baseball throughout, and they had an opportunity there to make up some ground in the NL Central as they try and uh, reel in the Brewers, the Reds, and the Pirates. Um, But then on Saturday, a close loss um, started off with the Cubs plating two on Horner's uh, double. Um, But it was overall a solid outing by the O's starting pitcher Kyle Gibson who I thought did a pretty good job. And then Adley Rutschman with a homer to tie it up in the in the, in the the fifth. But then Talkman um, followed that up with a sack fly. And that was pretty much it. The O's offense, first two games there, you know, kind of silent. I think in that game one, it's kind of tough to tell, tough to judge really, because, you know, when you, you get so distraught going down that many runs, I'm sure. So, that one I kind of pointed more at the pitching, but in this second game, I really look at the offense. Like I said, Kyle Gibson um, was solid. I mean, he gave up three earned runs, but he went six strong, uh, seven strikeouts. Um, definitely not the outing um, of Kyle Gibson's that you would, you know, say to yourself, you know, he was. Um, you know, anything Cy Young-like, I'm not saying that, but he definitely, you know, put up some good numbers and, you know, not automatic win when Kyle Gibson is on the bump, but this year he's been much better, um, opposed to his previous seasons, you know, with the Phillies and how he kind of struggled last year. He's bounced back this year, and, you know, I it just dawned on me, I mean, if he could get a maybe one or two really good outings and continue to lower that ERA, which is at a 3.94, he could make an argument to be an all-star this year, potentially. Um, will that happen? I don't think so, um, as of right now. But you never know, you know, throughout this season, um, throughout the, as we go into the month of July, he could make a case for himself. And then the... Final game on Sunday where the O's just tried to salvage one, and they do just that on Father's Day. Um, a 6-3 win. Dean Kramer um, was just, you know, fantastic. Uh, five innings pitched, seven Ks. Gave up two homers, but, you know, he definitely provided you with enough. Um, and then the bullpen. Once you get Once you get a lead for this pen, it is very hard for the opposing team. Very hard for the opposing team to try and come back. Um, and that first homer, um, you know, was a leadoff bomb. And then he settled in nicely. And sure, he gave up um, another one to Morrell. But at that point, it's in the fourth inning. You know, you you go down 3-2. But then they the O's came right back uh, with some late, late inning lightning. Um, and they got it together and they got the win. And now they find themselves five games back on the Tampa Bay Rays. And like I said, they'll be heading to Tampa Bay, um, trying to get, you know, uh, split the series. Or if they can, if they could sweep the Rays and we could be sitting here on Wednesday recapping that series and they're three back on the Tampa Bay Rays, that would be huge for this team. And thank goodness over the weekend, 
while the O's struggled, the Yankees also struggled, um, and the Blue Jays, you know, the, as I'm recording this, down 5 nothing to the Marlins, they're scuffling. The only team that made up really any ground, um, I believe, was the Boston Red Sox, which, and it just goes to show, again, how tough the AL East is. Every team right now is above 500. It's unbelievable. Unbelievable. Um, in the wild card standings, the O's lead it. They're up uh, five and a half games. Um, the Angels are in second there, then the Astros in third. So, like I said, definitely a very, very promising um, sign. Nothing, you know, nothing to get too upset with the O's so far this season. I mean, they've avoided getting swept in several occasions. They did it again yesterday. And it's tough to get too down on them because you know there's that confidence there that like okay they're gonna battle back they're gonna battle back sure they had a tough game here but they're gonna battle back um and they're doing it without ryan mountcastle who's out with vertigo hopefully he'll be able to make his return i'm not sure exactly when on the when he went on the il but hopefully he comes back soon and then you've got cedric mullins you know who was lights out really um and you hope that he'll be able to to make his return um, as well, um, you know, soon. So there's all that going on, and um, very very excited to see though when this team gets healthy, what they can do. All right, so quick little um, episode here, just recapping the series against the Cubs. And now a look ahead against the Tampa Bay Rays. Two games set. Um, Last time the O's faced the Rays, they took two out of three at home. Um, The O's right now, of course, lead the season series. Uh, They're two and one. So the next two days, it'll be Kyle Bradish on the mound for the O's. He has a 3-9-0 ERA. Last game pitch was the loss against the Blue Jays where he won seven innings. Gave up that one earned run in an outing where the offense really couldn't push enough runs across. That's been, you know, kind of a theme throughout his season, Um, you know, during some starts, especially of late. So hopefully the offense can put things together. He'll face uh, Tyler Glass now, who has a 3-4-3 ERA in his previous appearance against the A's. Five and a third with six strikeouts so should be a good pitching duel tomorrow night and then wednesday tyler wells who has a 3-2-0 era this season i spoke about kyle gibson maybe making the all-star game i think tyler wells he he just stays consistent where he is he should be a lock eight strikeouts six and two-thirds this past thursday against the blue jays gave up two homers o's got the win 4-2 but he'll be going up against Taj Bradley was a 4-1-9 ERA last appearance against the A's, 4 and a third, 11 strikeouts. But, you know, really hasn't gone too far. Um, not a lot of stamina when it comes to Taj Bradley. So, should be a fun series between these two AL East heavyweights so far. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. Again, just a kind of a quick episode, um, and I will see you on Wednesday.